I bet Co- I bet Coach Mack has done this at some point at a wedding or two. Man, the soul Coach Mack got, he ain't got no choice. I, I would let me go to somewhere to an event or something, and Coach Mack just in the back chilling. <laughs> he no big slave. Hey. Don't let him chill. I know. I know one thing. Right now, with that going on, Ron Slay is dancing in you, there. I know that. You know it. And guess what? My son, my, 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 my shotgun rider with me, too. Babs. Yeah. You know she was in I mean, there. I, I, I can picture it. As soon as that came on, I know you were moving. Yeah. The male was at the bar laughing at us while me and Babs were getting down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I've got beer to drink. <laughs> That's about hey, how our trips every, go. <laughs> every, everybody's got a job. <laughs> That's right, Coach Mac. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> hey, you guys! You guys got your crew back together for the first time in a long time, don't yeah, you? Yeah, man. Well, I think about it's f- time. four weeks because I missed. No, I missed a win. Yeah. yeah, I missed a Wednesday mm-hmm. after a Buffalo Wild Wings show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah uh, even though I tested negative. Yeah, you know, when Joe Hunt Joe Hunt called me, it's good to hear Joe Hunt back in the in the mix. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. missed you, Coach. Everybody's healthy and back, Coach. Coach, um, keep look, it that way. Yeah, Brent. Let, let me start with the big topic that everybody's th- talking about, even people that don't know anything about sports. Um, and, and let me start this way. How good of a football coach is Brian Flores? Well, he's a good coach. I mean, I don't understand why he, he's still not the coach in Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I never, I never understood that. Of course, you know, that's, uh, that's not my decision to make. Right. But just looking at it, I mean, he, you know, he did a nice job of keeping that team together and keeping them very, very competitive. And uh, so, I mean, he's a good football coach. And he's been a good football coach, you know, where, he, where he's been. He's one of the up-and-coming, I think, young coaches in this league. So, and, and you know, what's going on now? I mean, those are, those are some, some major issues. That, that, that's, that's something that uh, when you step out, you step out like that, there's clearly a, you have a strong belief about what went on. And so it, this is going to be, this is going to be uh, very interesting, and it's also going to be a topic for quite a while. But you ask me how good a football coach he is, he's a good football coach. Yeah, I remember talking with you um, about him when the Titans played the Dolphins, and, and you talked about how yeah. good of a football coach he was. And, and I, we came on the radio and talked about how shocked we were uh, that, that he was let go in Miami because I thought he was um, – uh, I thought he was in a tough position based on the quarterback's inability to, to push the ball down the field. And, and I thought that he got – I thought he got as much out of that football team as anybody could have. Well, I mean, he he was rebuilding that football team. Let's yeah. be honest. I mean, it wasn't exactly like when he was named the head coach that he took over a top tier uh, juggernaut in this league, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he 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 kept them, you know, he he kept them uh, very competitive. And you know, and he's a guy that's worked his way up the ranks in the National Football League. And so, it, look, we never know what goes on inside any buildings. Anything we ever want to conjecture about hirings and firings is is just that. It's conjecture. I've been inside the buildings for 31 years, so I know that there are things that go on, all right, that nobody else knows. But just from the outside looking in, it surprised me too. Well, and you've had weird experiences with owners and, and coaching gigs and didn't know you were well, the head yeah. coach. And... Didn't know you were fired. And... Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, one or two. Well, I, I, was never, I never didn't know I wasn't fired. I was just head coach for six hours and didn't know it for three. I didn't know I was hired. <laughs> so you know when you're fired. Sometimes you don't know when you're hired. That's, uh, that's yeah, well, kind of what yeah, we've learned. I, I, that's exactly right. I mean, you kind of know when you're fired because you're there. I mean, 
I was there and I was named the head coach and I didn't know it. Everybody else did except me. So I guess I didn't need to know it. That league is such a monolith though. Like when you start throwing fire, it, it's tough. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so you, you know, I mean, you have to know when you make a decision like that to, to push forward that, uh, and the NFL said everything in the statement. Like they, they were kind of harsh in the statement. I, I thought that they would take like a, a wait and see role, um, kind of attitude in their statement. But uh... I will just say this again, not knowing any of the particulars right, right, right. other than what I have heard. I know this: this is not going to be an immediate resolution. I know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coach Mack with us, uh, presented by Farm Bureau Healthways. Coach Mack, I talked uh, with, with him on text message today. You're. You and the crew have already dove into hundreds of draft prospects. Well, Rhett and I had a had an all day meeting yesterday. Uh, you know, for our for our first, you know, to, to put our first board up there. I mean, I've done, you know, full disclosure. I've done some pretty extensive work before then. You know, Rhett was not able to because of all the production stuff that he has to do. You know, I was able to do quite a bit of it anyway. He and I had a uh, had an all day meeting yesterday. And got the first blush put out there. Now we've got to start honing it down, which is what you do. I mean, we're sitting here February, February first, when they bring their scouts in, you know, during uh, during, during training camp, and then they bring them in during the year. As far as to get a first board up, there will be a lot of movement on it. I mean, I've I've been working on it again today. I've watched I've watched every practice uh, at the at the Senior Bowl. ESPN U and ESPN Two, by the way, do a great job. Of, of broadcasting these senior bowl practices they they give you everything they give you all the individual drills they give you all the nine on seven all seven on seven all the team all the one-on-one i mean it's just it's like sitting here and watching film so it's uh it, it's really good mike keith is down there mike keith is going to do the play-by-play for sirius xm on saturday for game day with pat Curlin and jim miller and uh so we've got it covered pretty well that, that'll be outstanding mm-hmm. How do yeah, you, it will be. How do you um, it, it kind of take um, listeners through the process? Okay. Do you specifically for you look at what the Titans need and start with that position group? Do you is it broad? How does your draft prep start in the beginning? I know you've been doing it for a while, but yeah, when it comes great. to the Titans, that's a that's a that's a really really good question for people that really want to know. The first thing that you do. You set your board just based on players' ability, okay? And, and in other words, you get you, and you take it from a from a thirty thousand foot view, and you set your board just on their ability and where they rank in this draft in their positions, okay? And then what you start to do, you start to take your board and you build it vertically, all right, as far as with where they rank in their position, and then as you progress. Then you start to make horizontal boards as far as looking at, you know, I've got this this defensive rush man's over here and this running back's over here. Well, how do their ability horizontally line up? And then that's when then the next the last thing that you start doing, and you always do it with your people in mind, but then you start looking at your position on the draft, where you are positioned in the draft on, and then who might be there. That's why it's so important to be able to set your, your draft vertically, horizontally, and then in pods, and then in pods that cover the entire spectrum of it. Because especially when you win enough games that you are picking in the lower tiers of the draft in every round, there, there's going to be people that you like when you set your first initial board, but you're not going to have a chance to pick them. 
So you need once you start honing your board in, which takes a while to do, then you start to understand what you need, where your needs are, but also the guys that will be available to you, and you don't really want to limit yourself to one position because when you get down to that point, there may be a higher-rated player because of what's gone on above him yeah. at one position than you have at a position of need. And then that changes as you work through the draft. It's a different thought process with the first-round pick than it is with a fifth-round pick. Uh, I hope that made some sense to you. Totally makes sense, yeah. That's the way you start to put it together. But your first your first view at it, the first thing that we did, we just put guys in uh, as far as the way that, you know, that they, that they rank in their positions and we'll start we'll start the rest of it this next month. So Titans specifically what position groups are you really looking at? Well, I'm looking Once at all of them now, but I mean, I'm let, let me just let me just say let me just say this that that's that that can you hear me? Let me just yep. say this that's really important is that what you look at too is where the strength of the draft is, Don. Right, and the strength of this draft, the strength of the strength of this draft, you are looking at offensive tackles is the strength of this draft. The interior of the offensive line is pretty decent. I would say through through day to through day two at least, edge rushers, corners, and wide receivers are pretty big in this draft. And then there's a good group of tight ends. There's probably two. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. You know, last year we had two uh, tight ends go real early in the first round. I'm not sure that will happen, but I think there's a really good mix for the. Uh, second day of tight ends that are going to be able to come in and play. There's different flavors of them, but to me, that's where the draft looks at. I would think you'd start, you'd look at tight ends. You're always going to look at offensive linemen and you can never, ever have too many cover people. Coach, I I got two questions for you. I I saw, it sounded like you was pulling the board out right then and walking Babs through (laughs) it. And um, I just want to know, coach, from a personal standpoint, what do I fall on your board? You know, I'm just you know, I'm I'm curious about this right, person. You, you want me to read your report? You want me to read the report? I mean yes. I, I mean, coach, if you got it in front of you, you know, lay it out for the people. Six eight, good length. Well, uh, <laughs> length has something to do with it. Uh yeah, you know, you, you start off you start off you start off, first of all, great motor, mm. uh tenacious, uh <laughs> never stops. Yeah. Excellent, excellent length. Uh, may be uncoachable for a minute, but you can you can get him, you can you can, whip, you can whip him in you can whip him into shape. Fight uh, could be a multi-position player, edge and tight end. I like it, coach. I like it. I'm two-way guy, baby. Don't you just box me up? Put me on two two ways, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he had a 58 yard touchdown reception hey, at Pearl Coast. I, I sent it to my guys. Yeah. Man. Hey, now and my gals. Hey, Coach Mack. <clears throat> now seriously. Yeah, you had to deal with <laughs> you had to deal with um, guys yeah. sitting out for COVID reasons, you know, and then coming into the draft and trying to scout those guys. Does the transfer portal does it make it difficult at all as far as trying to you know get a beat on these guys with them bouncing around as far as um, tape to look at? It really doesn't because okay. you're gonna you're gonna get tape on them, and if you know if they were a if they were a true player, they just like his Johnson kid, this edge guy at Florida State. It's a good player. All right. I mean, that's he played one year at Florida State, but he had tape, uh, you know, where he first was. Right. Mm-hmm. So there, look, the way that it is now, Ron, the way technology is now, 
you've got looks at all of these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's a big long corner from University of Texas to San Antonio that I've just, you know, watched here at this at the Senior Bowl. You know, big, big and long. I mean, really needs some work, but he's raw. But let me tell you something. University of Texas, San Antonio, it's got tape. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, in, anymore, you, you, there's not – back in the day, there may have been some people that, you know, you could find, you know, that you talk about guys that – nobody knew about that you just knew about that doesn't happen anymore so to answer your question whether you've transferred or whether you stayed your whole career at one place there's enough evaluation tape on you they will find you that's that's spot on because uh not to pull the curtain back a little bit i was in there eavesdropping on you and red b man and you, i heard a name of a school that you called i was like man where's I ain't even ever heard of that school. I can't even pronounce it. I I had to ask Red B again because that school. I was like, boy, y'all find them, don't you? He was like, yeah, man. Yeah, well, let me. And full disclosure: yesterday when Rhett and I were working, I told Rhett to deliver a message to you when he had to come help you <laughs> technologically you know, with technology get set up stuff to do something in Knoxville. Yeah. And I told Rhett, tell him exactly what I said. I can't say it right now because of FAA regulations, yeah. but I, it was it was somewhat. It, it, you, I hope he delivered it word for word to you. Comes back, I meant it. I meant it. I meant it. I meant it from my heart. And I know you did. He had his headphones out, and he didn't even have to. He didn't even have to tell me because he was laughing so hard. I said, "Man, tell Coach Mack leave me alone, man." You just snorted. I did. Coach Mack made me do that sometime, man. Coach Mack presented by Far Bureau Health Plans. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Like Far Bureau Health Plans, coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. What I've heard about this draft, coach, and correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. Um, I know you're just now diving in, but uh, very, very strong in the trenches. O line, D line. Yes. It's absolutely true, and more edge guys. But the guys that are in the the the, the two guys the two guys at Georgia are dudes, okay? Yeah. Down down inside of the middle. But there are guys second and third round that are going to be able to play. And I can't. I think on the inside you're going to be able to find three techniques, and you're also going to be able to find some shade. But the edge rushers, there are edge rushers, you know, in in, in this draft. I mean, we're talking about Devontae Wyatt, Jermaine Johnson, Cameron Thomas. You know, that's at San Diego State, Fidarian Mathis is at Alabama, D'Angelo Malone at Western Kentucky. These are guys that have second-day grades that are good players. What about this quarterback group? Um, what, what do you think? Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, Bailey Zappi, Sam Howell, Carson Strong, all at the Senior Bowl. Uh, obviously, Matt Corral also in that group. What do you think about this group? All, all, as you said, six of those seven guys are in are in the Senior Bowl. Uh, in the senior bowl, I think they have different, uh, to me, I, I really like Malik Willis, just raw watching him, you know, because, because this guy, you know, first of all, he's not a real tall guy, but he's got, he's got, he's, he's a, he's a strong guy. Uh, he, his release is, is really quick. There's a lot to, to his reads that are going to have to be cleaned up. But to me, let me just say this. And again, it's for our listeners too. I say it every year, but I think it's important to say it every year. There are two drafts every year. There's a positional draft, and then there's a quarterback draft. Right. Okay? Those are two separate things. And so if you need a quarterback, uh, if you're looking for a quarterback, quarterbacks are positions that teams will move up to get or they will move down to be able to get. And so when you look at these guys, I think comparing them to what I think last year was a pretty strong draft for young quarterbacks coming out. But most of these guys, these six out of the seven that are here, most of these guys will be gone 
by the third round, I really believe, in this draft. Mm. Because of what you said, there's two different drafts. Like, so no matter how talented the quarterback group is, supply and demand. Everybody need like there are many teams that need one, right? Like, so that's what pushes them up. Yeah, and the thing you have to look out for, Brent, and you guys know this, and this is and for our listeners, you have to be very careful with quarterbacks that you don't let the the, the need cause you to overreach for one. Because that's that's the issue. Most people, if they're going to draft a quarterback, would you know they sometimes they will try to stretch his value uh, for a first late first rounder because even in, in the late first round you still get the fifth year option, right? And so most people, if right. they think they're going to have to develop one, would like to be able to have the chance at least, even though the money would be big at that fifth year if you've developed him. That you're able to that you're able to keep him, but you've got to be very careful and cognizant with quarterbacks. We've all known all the examples of it where you reach for one, and then all of a sudden you've got not only have got some cap problems because of the money that you have in them. Well, then you're also stuck. Yeah, and so I mean we've seen we've seen clubs. I mean you know. What the what the Cardinals do? They drafted Josh Rosen number one, and then the next year, yeah. you know, they ate all of that, sent him off, and draft Kyler Murray behind him. You'd like to stay away from those scenarios. Yeah, but man, if I'm the Titans, that that might be a, an angle that I pursue. Uh, just what you mm-hmm. said, having one in the wings with a fifth year option potentially, and and um, mm. might might make sense. I don't know. We'll see what they do. Uh, Coach Matt, great stuff, man. Thank you. Look forward to uh, the draft process and talking with you each week. Guys, it's always a pleasure being on with you guys. Very happy. All of you are healthy and back at work. That makes me feel very happy for you. Ron Slay, uh, the next time you're in there, when we're having a draft meeting, <laughs> let me know, please. Okay, I got you. Hey, Coach, <laughs> I got to tell you this real, trick, real quick, too, Coach. Um, if you could, when you get off the line, so you can soothe his little soul, he's jealous. Could you hit Ramon up and give him some measurements in his scouting report? I don't know what you. I don't know why you just made him so jealous, Coach Man. Well, he want to be in my you, shoes. He's not gonna have the length part of it. Talk he's only him, six six. Talk so, to him, you know. Ramon has his own show that nah. he can do it on. Uh, uh, nah, Coach Mac, that's just for me, man. Coach Mac don't dig in the listen, crate like that hey, for anybody. Ramon just had to get out the womb quicker. Ron needed a little <laughs> more I cooking. Might, I, I might have. I, I've kept every draft book I've done for. 35 years. I'm not going to get the report up. Coach, yes. go get that, get that for your boy, Coach. Get that for when me. We had, when we had Jarrell Casey uh, for Titans Amy Coach Mac podcast, that's what I did. I read him my draft report when I was there wow. when we drafted him. Was it pretty accurate, Coach Mac? For what he turned into? Let let me tell you, Don, you need to listen to the podcast, but I'll tell you what what happened. I read it. I said, Jarrell, I'm going to read this to you because I was heavily involved in this. Uh, and I read it to him. He said, Coach Mack, it brought a tear to my eye. I said, how close was I? He said, dead on. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's all I'm talking about, Coach. Love there it. he is, yeah. Coach Mack. Thank you, See Coach. You guys. All right, All right. Coach.